the best radio station in the world. In the world. Allflavorsradio.com is right here, right now. Hi, I'm Eddie Saunders of the New Jersey Connection, and you're listening to Wimbo and Naturally Lively Drive Time Show on allflavorsradio.com. Keep it locked right here, and don't touch that dial. Peace. Most people don't reach their dream, not because of failure. Most people don't live their dream because they give up. You see, it's not the failure that stops us, but that most stop at their first failure. Those who succeed don't stop at one failure. They don't stop at 10 failures. They don't stop at 100, 1,000, or a million. They say, this is my goal and I will do whatever it takes to achieve it. I will learn the lessons from any failures. I will learn faster. I will work harder. I will work smarter. And I will not quit until my dream is a reality. That's the difference between success and failure. Failure makes winners stronger. Failure makes winners hungrier. But it makes most give up. It makes most feel worthless. Winners don't enjoy failure, but they would never let failure stop them. Next time you encounter failure, you got to remember every great thing on this planet is here because the Creator learned what did work, but learned more from what did not work. When we are kids, we don't stop at failure. When we first learn to ride a bike, it's failure after failure. We get knocked down time after time. But we get up and push forward until we achieve our goal of riding the bike. But then we get old and most of us get weak. We are too soft to get back on the bike. We come up with excuses. It must not be for me. No, you just soft. No, you just lazy. Tell yourself the truth. Get back on the bike. Learn why you fail and make sure you don't fall again. Make sure you are stronger for having the lesson. Failure is not the end of your story. It is the start of your comeback story. If failure was the end of your story, there would be no greats. Greats like Jordan, greats like Einstein, like Edison, like Oprah Winfrey. If these people stopped at failure, the world would not be filled with their greatness as it is today. Failure is nothing but a lesson to the winner. Failure is nothing but motivation to the winner. Failure is fuel. No one likes to fail, but the difference between those that win and those that lose in life is the winner decides a better meaning for their failure. They decide never again. They declare, I will be better next time. Don't let failure stop you. Let it grow you. Let it develop you. Failure is not the end. It's just the start. The start of your comeback story. The only way you can call it a failure is if you quit. If you keep going, it's only a hurdle. One you will overcome. The only way you can fail is if you quit. Never quit. Keep pushing. You will get there in the end. 
Failure doesn't exist in the mind of champions. All it does is push them to a higher level. Are you a champion? Will you accept failure or keep going? Learn the lessons, apply the lessons, come out stronger than before and keep going. Some people fear failure so much, they never even try, they never even stop. Some people give up right when they're about to succeed. They were so close, but they threw in the towel. Don't let that be you. Thomas Edison didn't fail. He found 10,000 ways that did not work. Guess what? He only needed one way that did work. Einstein said, failure is success in progress. Failure is just one more way not to do something. Keep going and you will succeed. Keep going and you will succeed. Failure is not the end of your story. It is the start of your comeback story. If you use failure as fuel, you can't really fail. If you use it as motivation, you cannot be defeated in the long term. If you use it to drive you, use it to make you, it can never break you. If you never accept defeat, you can never fail. Refuse to be defeated. Refuse to be defeated. Learn the lesson. Find a new path and a different way to your goal. There's always a way. This funny feeling deep inside Makes me smile when I'm lonely Comforts me when I'm sad How do you, how do you explain The sweet, sweet smile on my face That just keeps getting better
How do you explain when there's more month at the end of the money? Of the money. Your situation tells you to worry. You worry. But you see the flowers in bloom. Good evening.
Count to George Benson. Turn your love around. And at the top of the hour, motivational speech on failure. Turn your love around. And that's not what lets us fail. forgetting the beautiful dulcet tones of Elizabeth Withers with the simple things and we're just waiting for naturally Lily to get into the studio and jumping into the hot seat we have DJ KJB And we have lots in store for y'all tonight. And this song has a lot to do with our scenario. And can we turn our love around? That's the point. Oh yeah, sounds of George Benson there. Turn your love around. And yes, hello DJ KJB. Good evening, good evening ladies and gentlemen. How are you doing? I'm okay, I'm okay. Um, cold weather's kind of trying to get into the into the bones. But, I know. But wrapping up warm. Best thing for warm. it, isn't it? Yeah. Best thing for it. And just shouting out George Flavors and all of the DJs will be giving you all a shout out very shortly, um, especially uh, DJ Mark Philogene, DJ Slim and DJ LJ Original for last night's great shows, as well as all over the start end DJs playing some fabulous stuff. So we'll be giving you all a shout out as well as the chat room in a, a little short while. Um, yes, and I'm calling you naturally Lily. That's all, I don't mind. <laughs> She's a very, very good uh, presenter, so I'm, oh. I, f- I feel I'm in, in, I'm in good company. You I'm are in, in good, company, good company, always. And our audience questions for tonight are, does your doctor always know best? Um, we have a scenario that was sent in from Gal Gal um, on our WhatsApp corner, and I thought, I know we, we've touched on certain subjects of late, or in the past, should I say, but this one is quite important because it's something that keeps on coming up. And I know last week we spoke about cancer being on the decline, but it is also it can also be present at specific times as well. As well as our scenario, your partner confesses that they have been having dreams about their ex and decide to go and see them for closure. What do you do? We'll be looking at that a little bit later as well. So Kenny, how's your day been? It's been a good day. It's been it was a it was a, a full day, uh, lots to do, but I managed to get it all done, and uh, I'm here now this evening, sitting in for naturally Lily. So yeah, it's been a very productive and fruitful day. Good stuff, and it's all about being productive and fruitful and getting the best out of 
any given day that we are given, you know, to see our best, to become our best selves, to be our best selves and giving our, of our best to everyone that we kind of come into contact with. Do you agree with that? Definitely. Leaving a bit of yourself uh, in, a sen- in a positive sense because mm. you never know where that little bit of positivity takes the other person. Exactly. It could, it could be just what they needed at that time just without what they you needed. even knowing. Just what they need in it. And I find it's harder to be nice than to be cruel. What do you think? It's actually harder to be nice than to be cruel. Well, I think it really depends on you. Exactly. It really depends on you. Yes, it does depend on us. So it's it's a matter of thinking before reacting, thinking before we speak. And we're going to touch on that because facts for the day are what is the strongest muscle in the body well i'm lucky i've got the, i've got a slide in front of me so i'm gonna say the tongue <laughs> well they say it's the tongue and i can hear naturally lily just easing in there easing in um yes it says that it is the strongest um it's not necessarily the strongest muscle in the body but it says do you want to find out just how much you use your tongue try eating an ice cream cone or singing your favourite song without it. You need your tongue to chew, swallow and sing. And don't forget talking and tasting. Yes, um, I think any list, all the listeners who are listening in would definitely agree with that. Unless they've got other views about what they use their tongue for. We're not going to go in there. We're not going to go down that route. But yeah, it's... What what, what room is it? I don't know. I'm talking about about ice cream. I'm talking about singing. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about what's on the. I'm talking about what we just discussed. I'm not talking about nothing else. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna leave it there. (laughs) Move on swiftly. We can also use our tongues for tongue twisters. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Tongue twister. What what tongue twisters do you know, listeners? Do you know of any tongue twisters? And not um, yes. I've got one. Not the pheasant plucker. No, 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 no. Okay. Peter Piper picked a pickle, pickle, pepper. <laughs> How many people pe- 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 did he pick? But that's you, your pe- 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 You're not even. Well, we are using our tongue at the same time, aren't we? It's quite amazing. Yeah. And say when you've had a drink. Do you know? Sizzly sausages. Yeah. And do you know? We are so wonderfully made that we don't even realise how much we use our tongue. And the funny thing is, I was telling someone about what we're doing on the show tonight and they highlighted about the tongue, not in strength. You know, when you think of muscles, you can raise like 10, 20 kg, right, on a bar. But how it can hurt people, Mm. how it can destroy lives, how Mm. you can say something and destroy a person. Mm. Mm. And that's what makes it really quite, Mm. you know, a strong muscle. The Bible says it's like it can be like a stab, like a sword, yeah. like a knife, so yeah. sharp. Yes, yeah. So the tongue, is it saying there that, you know, it has many different muscles in the mouth. And it says the front part of the tongue is very flexible, you know, that we can bend it and twist it and so forth and so forth. And it can move around a lot, working with the teeth to create different types of words. So A, B, C, D, E, yeah. It's there in the bottom of your mouth, still there. Because without it, you can't do much. And this part also helps you to eat, helping mm. us to move food around our mouths while we chew. Our tongue pushes food to the back of our teeth so the teeth can grind it up. And even just speaking here, I'm just a bit more 
conscious. Come naturally, Lee. How are you doing, girlie? I'm very bunged up. You're very bunged up today. Hey. I'm very bunged up today. (laughs) It's interesting you're talking about the tongue because um, this is my forte again. It's in the mouth. Yes. Um, and I've just seen there the frenulum, which is a fibrous tissue. A lot of people are born with something called a tongue tie. Is that where it's stuck at the bottom? It's, yeah, so that yeah. little stretchy bit of... Bit stretchy underneath. Bit yeah. Underneath your mouth. Where ah. Some people are born with it almost touching their bottom teeth. And that's called a... Oh, wow. So that, yeah. That so that's the frenum. And when someone has a tongue tie, they tend to have a, tw- a lisp if it hasn't been treated. A lot of babies, or not a lot of babies, some babies get it snipped. But lisp as well, is is that to do with your teeth? Like It is, but the reason why that would ca- cause a lisp is because of the restricted movement of the tongue. Yeah. Because okay. imagine that being Sorry a bit guys, further I'm sounding forward. Sorry guys, I'm a bit crazy here. Imagine that's a bit further forward in the mouth. Yeah. It restricts the mouth, the tongue's movement, and then it would give the person a tongue tie. But with smaller babies, it's problem with feeding they don't wow. have good latch with tongue tie and stuff like that you so see that beautiful people the tongue is amazing when it's useful and then when it's restricted when the tongue is restricted yes it can cause problems like with anything though isn't it if, mm. any, if we are restricted in life let's go back to that failures we would failures was at the top of the hour yeah and it was highlighting about failures sometimes some people will not move forward because of the first failure that they have, yeah. it will prevent them from trying again. Yeah. So likewise with the tongue, um, recognising how important it is inside of our mouths. And it's something that we don't even acknowledge. But the question here with the fact is, Leash, that, that um, the strongest muscle in the body is the tongue. Would you agree with that? Mm. I say it's one of the strongest muscles yeah, in the body. Yeah, one of the strongest. Because I know there's another muscle in the face that's also a very strong muscle. Right. That supports with chewing, speech. Yeah, that... smiling. No, that one doesn't support smiling. Well, no. not really, no. Okay. Not... It helps to close the mouth. Right. <laughs> so the strong muscles of the face mm. help us to control the way we speak. <laughs> and controlling the way we speak... Ken, like you were saying earlier about being careful of, of the words that we use, a muscle being strong yeah. to cause um, injury when we use the muscles for good. You know, you build strength, you build health. Yeah. Um, but those strong muscles can also harm. harm. Like a fire. Yeah. I think there's scripture speaks about starting a fire. Yeah. 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 And yeah. a fire is worse than in, in the, the woods. Yeah. can destroy a whole we've seen we've mm-hmm. seen lots of fires like the past couple of years Forest away fires, yeah. as well as, oh there's been that tsunami in Tonga uh, going out to all the families and thinking about these people of you know we we hear a lot of things in the news at the moment however the things in the news are crowding out other things that are really going on and happening in the world at the moment mm-hmm. So it says the muscle is in the back of your um, the muscle in the back of your tongue helps you to make certain sounds, like the k and g, like the word go. Try saying these letters slowly, and you'll feel the back of your tongue move against the top of your mouth to create the sound. So k, that's very true. Yeah. yeah. Come on, listeners, are you doing this with us? K. Yeah. We're doing some speech and language therapy. Yeah. <laughs> 
K and G. Yeah. And it says the tongue, the tongue is important for eating. So once the food is all ground up and mixed with saliva or spit, the back muscles start to work. They move and push a small bit of food along the saliva into your esophagus. That's your throat, isn't it? Or just at the back of your throat. It's like a pipe. Which is a food pipe that leads from your throat to your stomach. How amazing. Absolutely. <laughs> and it's, 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 it's not an organ, it's just a, it's a muscle. It's a muscle. That's in our mouths. And there's lots of parts of our bodies that we possibly don't acknowledge, right? In me just thinking about it and us talking about it now... And this is a fun fun fact. The fact is saying that the, what is the strongest muscle in the body? Well, it's saying that it's the tongue, but it's not necessarily, but it actually is mm. one of the strongest, as you said yeah. there, naturally, Lily. One of the strongest muscles in the, the body. So do you think you can go to the tongue gym? I'm so <laughs> glad that we can cut that off of the video. Oh. <laughs> Goodness gracious. You know, but... So tongue held down, would it say, have you ever wondered what keeps us from swallowing our tongue? What keeps us from swallowing our tongue then? Um, tongue hold down. Just the fact that it's anchored in the mouth. Mm. Right. Yeah, and it just goes forward, doesn't it? Oh, is that, okay, so the anchor is the frenum, yeah. Oh, it is the frenum. This is American, by the way. We call it a frenum, it's not frenulum. It's American. Um, okay. Frenum. It's the same bit of fibrous tissue, but in the UK we call it frenum. In America right. they call frenulum. Yeah. And that's what connects the tongue, you said. But some are shorter when people are born. Mm-hmm. What about if they're longer? No. So if it's longer, yeah. that's what causes a tongue tie. Mm. So we all have relatively normal, in air quotes, normal length frenum fibrous tissue attached to the floor of our mouth yeah people that are born with it extended so it comes closer to the bottom teeth the front teeth teeth at the bottom of the front yeah (laughs) um they're the ones that will have you know the babies have difficulty with feeding with speech that's when you get tongue tied yeah because i think i have a student that his tongue is quite long and he feeding can be a bit of a task because his throat is a lot more open, so it's more. So that's got nothing to do with the frame. Yeah, it's, it's not with the frenum. That's the, the tongue. Okay, he's have, him having a long tongue doesn't affect the length of the frenum. Right. Okay, but it's it, he separate. does. I don't think he has because it's very long, and he can literally choke on his tongue. Food. No, no that's to do with. The, that's the, to do with his swallow. That's his, his, that's his, okay. that's his swallow. Yeah. So your tongue is only what guides the food back to, to the back of your mouth to swallow. Yeah. yeah. Through the phalanges. Okay. Phalanges. Okay. No, the esophagus. I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> this medical lesson that we're having right now, being rather inaccurate. <laughs> the phalanges. What is the phalanges? I thought that was a river in Uganda somewhere. <laughs> it's your finger. Oh really? <laughs> I'm going to see. Okay, so, guys, esophagus. 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 Okay, so don't mm, put facts, the mirror away yet. Look at your tongue again. So, guys, I hope you are looking in a mirror and looking at your tongue. I can see it here because we're on video. And it says, look closely at the top of it and notice that it's rough and bumpy. 
not like the underside, which is very smooth. That's because the top of your tongue is covered with a layer of bumps called papillae. Papillae, yeah? Mm -hmm. They help grip the food and move it around while you chew and they contain your taste buds. So, um, unlike us when we had COVID, I totally lost my sense of taste. Yes. That's linked to the nerves that are linked to the tongue. Okay. One nerve um, controls the front third taste buds. Yeah. And the other nerve controls the back two thirds wow. taste buds. And is it neurological then? The yeah, tongue and the, the brain. Nerve. Mm. Okay, see, we nerve. are so wonderfully made, beautiful people. And the thing is, it's like taking the time out to reflect on the wonderment of who we are. So it says you can taste everything that applies to zucchini and people born with, we're born with about 10,000 taste buds. But as persons age, some of his or her taste buds die. An old person may only have 5,000 taste buds. That's why foods may taste stronger to you than they do to an adult. What do you mean by that? Taste buds can detect sweet, sour, bitter, salty flavours. So youngsters have stronger tasting yeah. mm, mm, mm. than than older people. That's like in um, sorry reduced by half, mm. ten thousand to five thousand taste buds. Mm. We I I don't know if this is a fact, but um, you know when you eat certain foods that mm. don't necessarily agree with your mouth, mm. that may be a reason, or you burn your tongue, or things like that. I don't yeah. know if that's got anything to do with it, but. Could possibly be a contributing factor. Yeah, so beautiful people. Fun fact that the strongest muscle in the body is a tongue, but it the, the tongue is one of the strongest of muscles the strongest, yeah. in the, the body. We've looked a little bit at the anatomy of the tongue and it's actually quite amazing. And Lily, you're saying, as a uh, you teach dental all about the yeah, mouth dental hygiene. and everything... So how do we how do we look after the tongue then? It says speaks about fighting germs and stuff there. Is it a germ fighter? The tongue is a germ fighter, so it's that first um kind of defence before it gets to your tonsil. So they call it a lingual mm. tonsil. Lingual meaning tongue. Um your tonsils that everyone thinks of, the ones that are in the back of your throat, is not the same thing. They're the palatine tonsils, so they're right at the back of your palate. Um, but when you put anything in your mouth, when you sneeze, when you cough, when you breathe through your mouth, your tongue's usually the first form of defence. Mm. Um, but how? What What is it that, that defends? Is it like where it can close up to prevent things from going to the back of your throat? Or? It can, but also if you think inside the mouth, you've got loads of different things that are going on in the mouth. So you've got buffering agents that help to neutralise the pH levels of your mouth to reduce acidity. You've got other like enzymes and, um, and antibodies and things like that that help to fight off infection. Mm. People tend to find um, the mouth get affected first when when and it demonstrates signs of illness so for example if you are anemic for mm. example you might find you get loads of mouth ulcers okay and it's a one of the first places that the body draws from mm. because that's the entry into the rest of the body it's yeah the, the food where food goes in they tend to take all the nutrients from there first mm. so and then dry of, mouth and all that kind yeah. of stuff mm. is dry mouth can be 
due to age, due to dehydration, it could be due to medication. Mm. So the mouth is a very good indicator indicator. of when things are wrong. Yeah. Um, Even when it was talking about the, when you look at your tongue and you see loads of bumps and things like that, um, you can look at your tongue and say, oh, it looks really, really white or it looks really, really patchy Mm. or things like that. They're all indications that something is wrong. Mm. But, or not necessarily something is wrong, but you know, you if you notice changes in your mouth, then you should... um, Go and get it seen, but you should be having regular dental checkups every six months anyway. So the dentist would be identifying these changes in your mouth. The sad thing, but during this past couple of years, I can say to you, I've not been to the dentist Mm. purely because one, they were closed, you could get hold of them, and even like a doctor, it's not being able to get hold of a doctor and one of the questions or one of our questions today is, does your doctor always know best? But If you're not seeing a doctor, you can't get hold of your doctor. Yeah. How are they going to know best? We're going to leave you with that thought. And we'll see y'all in five. Stay there. We'll be back after these. Well, we work so hard. Work so hard. Time to celebrate. Celebrate. Let all voices raise. The bounty is great. Celebrate in excellence, diligence, competence. Hooray for integrity, responsibility, accountability. For the best deals on entertainment services? Well, look no further. Contact Exclusive for all your professional entertainment services such as karaoke events, DJ and sound system services, audio ads and jingles, music on CDs and USB sticks. Get your personal mixtapes, graphic designs, also radio promotions and more. That's right. Contact Exclusive at 758-520-2517 for your first class services. Satisfaction guaranteed. Rock and groove to American R&B artist Kenya Morris as she gives you a wicked reggae track, Unforgettable, on one of the most unforgettable reggae beats. Kenya Morris, truly unforgettable. Get it on iTunes. Check her on YouTube. Or do the IG thing. If you knew the love I have for you, Kenya Morris, unforgettable. This is Eminem. This your boy Kanye West. What's up? What's up? This is Jay Z. Hottest news. The hottest DJ. At All Flavors Radio.
how you all doing out there? Sounds amaze. And we certainly are all one. Shout out to George Flavors. How you doing, Cheryl Taylor? John John. I should say Chanel Taylor. Cheryl, where did Cheryl come from? John Ken, thanks for that. Thanks for stepping in. And how you doing, Mumra? Joy McKay, how you doing? Sending love and blessings to Mark Philogene and family. And shouting out guest 160. How you doing, George? Sour Malaysia. Keeping it kind of mellow and old school tonight. Saying a big high five to DiCarlo. Gal Gal. Marjak and Anisha. Nikki, how you doing, Nikki? of maize and we are one and we were just talking about the tongue being one of the strongest muscles in the body yes and it's not it does a lot of things for us but it's also how we use the tongue as well right naturally Lily definitely how we use it to upbuild and not bring down one yeah because that's when it becomes powerful when we use it to speak positive positivity into not only our lives but into other people's lives as well yeah that's that's right and the tongue like it says it can it is a strong muscle because it's more powerful when we're thinking about it in a meta not metaphysical that's the wrong word that i want to talk about hypothetical way like thinking outside of the box and not thinking about lifting weights um, with literal muscles, you know, our biceps or triceps. Yeah. But how it can affect other people. Mm. That's where the strength comes in um, when it comes to our tongue. Yet, um, for our history, naturally, Lily, mm-hmm. it's, I kind of thought, black entertainment television. Does anyone know what black entertainment television Ugh. stands for? Why do you say ugh like that? I don't know. I don't like the programs they put on. Really? Why? Because, ugh, how do I? Some of them are okay. Mm. But some of them are still very stereotypical. Like you got the cheating husband, mm. the ratchet wife. Like they do play some nice soul music in the mornings. I used to wake up to their soul music in the mornings when I yeah. used to watch BET. Um, but I still think they're quite stereotypical with the programs that they okay. make. So we're talking about BET and they, were, they are an American cable television network. 
and a multimedia group providing news, entertainment and other programming developing primary or developed for primarily African American viewers. And obviously it's come international, however they've cut that international link for um for some reason at the moment as we're going to see. And they operate the the they're really primarily for African American women. Yeah. So 20th century today and I think it's their twentieth anniversary of no, it's not twentieth anniversary. Nineteen eighty was when they first <coughs> came through. Mm. Um and it was a guy named Robert L. Johnson that launched BT Network. Mm. And I mean, I, we're always talking about FUBU on this show, aren't we? For us and by us. But yeah. in you saying that naturally, Lily, about it, it doesn't float your boat in that sense because of all the stereotypical content. Yeah. I don't like what... So, you know, there was... Everyone was on this power trip and when Wire came out, why, Wire? Yeah, with Idris Elba in it. I don't know. Everyone was talking about Wire and then everyone was talking about Power. And Mm. I really can't stand those programs. Drug dealing, gangsters with ratchet wives and he's cheating on her with a Latina. No. Yeah. Because it's like, why are we making programs for... Then this is nothing... I think 50 Cent is amazing. I think he's utilised his platform to be able to elevate other... um, black artists Mm. in such an amazing way giving them an opportunity that others wouldn't have given them and i think in that instance yes that's amazing bt giving black creators black um producers and things like that a platform to project their projects their work amazing but why are we creating these stereotypical programs why are we giving the white people, because I'm gonna be very black and white now, that's what they think we are, mm-hmm. and we're putting it on television, basically backing up what, what they think, because the acting is so good. Yeah, like, it's, it's, it's amazing that they, that is what they think it is like. Mm-hmm. And I, I just really don't like those programs. I can't, I've, I've tried, I have tried to watch I've Power. I've tried to watch Power, yeah, I couldn't get into it. <laughs> I tried to watch Power. I tried to watch Wire. Yeah. I've not even watched it. Wire. Like I, 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 I did it. try because after reading um, Fifty Cent's book, Clive, oh, I can't remember his surname. An, an amazing book. I keep pushing this book because mm. it's so good. Um, after I read oh, that his book, book, Curtis Jackson. Curtis Jackson. Yeah. Oh, amazing. So I was kind of like, let me go in and see what Wire um, uh, Power Power's all about, and. I just couldn't, I didn't get it because I thought maybe they might have come from a different angle. But then maybe with 50 Cent's story, that was what power was all about. It was all about being in that kind of industry, if you can call it that, and how it run as a business person. I get that because you do see the business behind the industry that Mm. is um, drug running and 
every now and again I see an advert and like the one I last saw was with Mary J Blige and I was like oh my gosh she's in there and you I really do want to be able to get into it but I just I don't like seeing mm. young black boys dealing drugs I don't like seeing young black boys shooting up one another I don't like seeing that stuff on TV yeah that's just me but then I am that person that will sit and watch Crime Channel. So I don't know. <laughs> but that's I don't know life, how that... Well, are they both real And it's not always black people it, that are doing the murdering. Exactly. I think that's why I... I don't know why I enjoy it. But um, I just feel like this is... It is made up TV. Yes, there may be some reality or some real life experience that has been put into it. Mm. But when it comes to entertainment, I just don't feel like those are the kind of things... I'm not saying they always do it, but the vast majority is yeah. is quite negative. Yeah, it's just a very stereotypical. And we're not seen in the greatest light as um, black people. If it's FUBU, if it's for us and by us, then we want to kind of be more elevating as opposed to black person running from the police or someone dealing drugs on the street corner. Yeah. And that's what these some of their or maybe the majority of their programs portray yeah and that's something that we really want to come away from we want to be elevated as naturally Lily says however it is uh bt's uh 1980 so that's 40 years right oh my goodness yeah 40 years 42 years or 42 years um as a cable television station and I mean, they do lots to do with music and entertainment as is highlighted. But like you said, Leisha, it's a, a matter of coming away from all the stereotypical things. We don't have anything like that in the UK, do we? Yeah, we do. Top Boy. Oh, what, like a TV channel? Yeah, like a network, a cable network. No, not really. Not like Netflix or something. So that's something to think about, isn't it? If there's anyone out there, great entrepreneurs out there, business-like-minded people that want to get together and building something for us and by us, that's the next next thing. As we know that George Flavors has given us a platform to go for, and we thank you every single um, week that we have this platform to be able to build from. But I think we need, need a lot more... I, I think in the UK mm. we don't have um, a platform like BET because we are mainstream. As so in? you see us more on UK television, mm. if you know what I mean. There's like on B... On, Channel um, 4? Not just Channel 4. On the BBC um, iPlayer, there's a lot of programmes that have people in it that represent us, not always in a negative way. Yeah. Um, Netflix, there was a big influx of um, black films and black actors on Netflix at um, the end of last year, the middle to the end of last year. Yeah. So I think that's why in this country we don't have, not that we don't have the need for it, but we don't have a BET because we are, it's not like in America, it's very black and white. Yeah, them and us kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, so they, I guess they needed to create something for like it said there for their black for the black people african-americans in order because sometimes i want to when me personally if i turn on the film want to watch a film i want to watch something with myself that i can look into it and say all right i can relate to that not all the time Mm. but the majority of the time yeah that's me personally and i'm not saying it's that's for everybody (laughs) And 
it is nice to that's why I love Tyler Perry people like Tyler Perry so like Tyler Perry movies I do I love Tyler Perry movies because some of them have a really strong message that goes through it regardless of him dressing up in a a, no but I do love Medea (laughs) yeah Medea is just funny Um, but his messages are quite powerful yeah and sometimes it's, it's not about I don't know with things such as power and that what the message is behind that because I'm yet to see something and you're right he goes off with someone that he he knew from his past which we're going to highlight the question today guys which is your partner confesses that they have been dreaming about their ex and decide to go and see them for closure what do you do that's the question and in power that's what he does he meets his ex doesn't he or someone that he grew up with he works with her at some point yeah but she's a CIA agent and then he's the drug dealer, that ghost that they're looking for. And um, No, she's not CIA. FBI? She's a lawyer. Oh, she's the lawyer working with the FBI. I don't... Nah, she just yeah, is a she lawyer. Is. No, she works with the, for the FBI. It, it goes she works with a, yeah, with a police department or something it, like that. It goes but... quite deep, but it, uh, what, I, yeah, what I didn't like was a whole uh, shadiness of it all. Yeah, the skullduggery and that underhandedness Mm. of is that really how people black people behave well I don't know one thing it did show me that they are and even these young road boys they are extremely good good businessmen but that's what's so upsetting it's like (laughs) you you guys are you know how to numbers economics they're working economics they're break even and their profit and loss and why is that not being put into legit business yeah (laughs) because you're calculating kilos and by the pound and things like that why isn't that being put into business but i think nowadays that they are yeah with the with the the concept of financial freedom with the concept of um bitcoin with the concept of being able to make your money work for you Mm. i think a lot of young people these days are actually cottoning on yeah to earning their money legitimately the only thing is the government just want to come and take all their hard-earned dosh yeah Yeah. and they're like well why why should i and now with we're we're talking about bet and it's their anniversary their 40th anniversary however with um uh marijuana and dealing yeah in america it's been legalized in some places in some in some states um weed is legal yeah cannabis is legal right but the guys are still in prison for for the legalization yeah, because they're not going to release them from prison because we're at the time of them dealing <laughs> cannabis it was illegal it was illegal <laughs> but it's a white man's business now do you get me no okay yes yes because yes. i did see i think it was a cannabis <laughs> cannabis um expo you know like those like a show like, like a show yeah. yeah and <laughs> When you looked at the people that were there, they were all white. And I was like, I bet little Jaheem from down the road, yeah, who's got his little tutus business, no, don't know nothing about this. You see, do you understand? And that is the thing. That when, it's, when they, and this is why we need to play the game right, when they capitalise on something, like weed, for example, they're like, okay, fine they're realizing the little farmer can work for them yeah they've capitalized it you need to legitimize your business always legitimize yes you may have been 
not legitimate learning the ropes before you can say learning, learning the ropes, the ropes yeah. you know um understanding the way the framework is built but the moment they've made it legit for you you need to legitimize your business register that business <laughs> yeah. and your employees <laughs> yes because yeah. it's legal yeah yeah i don't i don't necessarily think it's legal that way i know you can have um what's his name Snoop Dogg has a couple of um, vending machines. Oh, really? But yeah, that, cannabis that? vending machines. I mean, uh, here it's not. It, it has been going through for a while, hasn't it? What, vending machines? No, to legalise. You can get medical um, cannabis right, in this country. medical. Yeah. And they have those other well, that's ones. that's based but on prescription. Guys, we were, we're talking about BET. We and um, talking about weed. Really? Power. Then we went for power because some of the programmes that they uh, put on the portrayal of us as a people really yes naturally no i was gonna say that right there is why i don't like bet because you see we started talking about bet a black entertainment television channel yeah and from talking about what is on those channels we start talking about weed that is why (laughs) that is why because you're always led down that path the link and imagine you was having that conversation with a yt person yeah oh they're gonna then think oh so you know all about that then oh wow. so that's what you're doing your do you know anyone yeah. that that has a bit of do you know what i mean so that is why i don't like those programs i'll never forget one time i went to party with daddy and um they obviously knew that i was a singer i just did i done a gig we went afterwards <coughs> and there was these two white guys in front of us and they listed they had a list of everything they had from uppers and downers, da, 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 oh a list because they, the, the association. So when you're saying that, BT, the association yeah. and what they stand for, what is that other one with um, Taraj P. Henson in it? Oh, Empire, yeah. Is it Empire? I mean... Is that BT as well? No, that Kate, that was on our television. Oh, did it come out of BT first? Let us know. I can't Empire, remember. did it come out of BT? That wasn't as stereotypical, but I mean, she did come out of prison after <laughs> taking the heat for her man and her man going to get a new woman. And do you see what I mean? Yeah. So even yeah. though it wasn't based on that, the backstory was still negative. Yeah. Um, Ch- Chanel Taylor says Empire is no better. And um, I've, it really I, isn't. You know, I don't watch these things. It's about like music, said, which is nice, but. I try to get into, due to Curtis Jackson's book, I try to check into that whole power thing. Don't bother. BT. And I was like, no, I didn't. I was just <laughs> like, no, this this is just not for me. Because, yeah, like you said, it's the representation. Mm. And we've got to have the positive and right representation. And there's so much of that going on. We have a lot of positive representation. Yeah. But where is it present? Where is it present? Because even Top Boy, is it similar, isn't it? one's like Top Boy and there's another one that I really wanted to watch Top Boy but I couldn't the only black so um, I don't even think he's going to be in it anymore Noel Clark because he was in Twitter or whatever a little while ago Mm. but Noel Clark and Asha D had a program on um, Channel 4 I think it was called Bulletproof and that they were both coppers in it detectives and I did quite enjoy that when I was watching it but what was that even, about? They're two detectives and they're trying to find out the case. And you know me, I like the detective what, programs. Um, black detectives? Yeah. 
Oh, Mel nice. Clark and Asher D. Oh, I do, yeah. You know, I don't know who they are, Lily, so oh it's quite great. I know. I'm sorry, beautiful listeners. She but, likes you know, black program, but she doesn't know who people is. Uh, I can't. Is that UK? But how? I don't watch TV Actually, often. don't know who Asher D is. I don't know who Asher D is, literally, Lily. Ashley Walters. Um... Listeners, do you know who um, Asha D is? Ashley Walters. Who is that? From <laughs> from So Solid Crew. Who's So Solid Crew? No, oh, <laughs> imagine. No, I'm done. I'm done. Uh, so Solid Crew. Yeah, you do know. I, I I'm going to so get a picture crew. up and then okay. you can be like, oh, And then I'll person. let you know. I'll let you know if I know who they are. Okay. But um, Chanel Taylor also says there are there was lots of killing and putting each other against family. But then oh, there was killing in it. I see. I stopped watching it by, by the time I got to that. <laughs> wow. Well, I, I have up. no idea. I have not. It's just as bad as, um, what's that one called? EastEnders. I can't oh, believe it's going geez. after all these years, really. Mm-hmm. And Corrie, Corrie, Corrie. So beautiful people. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Um, we are going to go to a break and we'll see y'all. Not forgetting. Sorry. Let's just go through these questions once more um, for this evening. Does your doctor always know best? And that's the audience question, as well as the scenario. Your partner confesses that they have been having dreams about their ex and decide to go and see them for closure. What do you do? We'll see y'all in five. Stay there. We'll be back after these. Well, we work so hard. so hard. Time to celebrate. Let all voices raise. The bounty is great. Celebrating excellence, diligence, competence. Who is for integrity, responsibility, accountability? Play the music, bounty time. Bounty on me mind. Bounty for the line. Make me feel so. Everybody dance, dance, swing, sing. Hey, the spirit of Saint Lucia. Bounty rum. The spirit of Saint Lucia. for the best deals on entertainment services? Well, look no further. Contact Exclusive for all your professional entertainment services such as karaoke events, DJ and sound system services, audio ads and jingles, music on CDs and USB sticks. Get your personal mixtapes, graphic designs, also radio promotions and more. That's right. Contact Exclusive at 758-520-2517 for your first class services. Satisfaction guaranteed. Rock and groove to American R&B artist Kenya Morris as she gives you a wicked reggae track, Unforgettable, on one of the most unforgettable reggae beats. Kenya Morris, truly unforgettable. Get it on iTunes. Check her on YouTube. Or do the IG thing. If you knew the love I have for you, Kenya Morris, unforgettable. This is Eminem. This your boy Kanye West. What's up? What's up? This is Jay Z. Hottest news. The hottest DJ. At All Flavors Radio.
it sounds that good, you've got to take it back. This one's for you, LJ Original. How you doing? How's your day been? And hi, Chrissy. How are you? Shout out uh, DJ Laro. And DJ Laro will be on from 8 till 10 tonight. Forgetting guest 290, guest 210 from Canna Glass and Brook, guest 290 from Lawrence, guest 370 from London, and guest 700 from Milton Keynes. up Tai Tai, Isa and Anaya, not forgetting Dwayne, Jayla and Janae, how are you doing girls? It's almost bedtime. So bigging up Doreen. Well, it's your Earth Strongest start end. We'll see you down there at the Fountain and West Green Road. And also shouting out a happy belated to our naturally Lily. Was our Earth Strong this last start end? I'm going to shout out to Gal Gal, Samantha Lady Goldie. Valentine, how you doing, my love? And sending out prayers and blessings to Niambi and the family. <coughs> and sending love to the younger family. Like we said, we're keeping it nice and mellow. And a big shout out to all the DJs. John J.E., how you doing? 
DJ Caddy, DJ Slim, Ninja Man Lloyd, Chrissy Dobbs, Mark Philogene, Charlie Muir, you can catch Charlie tomorrow from 7 till 9. Not forgetting Darnell the therapist. Michael Jackson there gone but never forgotten I want to rock with you and then we have the sounds of the emotions a feeling is off his off the wall album and I think that Michael Jackson's off the wall album was his best one what do you say Lily I don't know because I thoroughly liked his invincible album oh wow that's like one of his more recent ones yes much more recent off the wall I think was 70s actually do you know what I've been listening to the past couple of weeks? What? Saturday Night Fever. It's a Bee Gees album. Wow. But they have some... Oh, is that? Hey, hey, that one? Yeah. Well, then, well, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh all right, you know. They've got some nice instrumental disco kind of, you know, do you know what killed disco? A lot of those people from the South, they were burning the records. Oh, no. 
and they was like, no, this is devil's music, devil's music, you know. Yeah, that was the South. And they burnt the records and it just killed disco after a while. But yeah, our word of the day. What's our word of the day? Quip. Have you heard of that word, beautiful people? Quip. Equip. I've heard of equip or equipment. That's what I thought it was when I saw it. I thought it was equip. Mm. Um, But let's see what it it means. It is a noun. Quip. Quip means clever remark or a witty or funny observation or response. They traded quips over a beer. So being smart and clever, how people are. Being yeah. funny about a situation. We'll yeah, try- yeah, a clever remark. Yeah. Yes. So. so we'll try. We'll try and do one tonight if we can. Kind of fit it in to what we're talking about. Probably not the first one about the, do, does your doctor know best because that's quite a serious uh, topic. But let's see if we can get that word quip. Or if you can, listeners, get that word quip into your answers don't forget the phone lines are open um 07895 134713 that's 07895 134713 join in on the chat so it says ronald reagan faced the age of question during his re-election didn't he in 1984 what was that when he was only 73 in his debate against walter f mondale what did he dispel lily um, what did he say with a quip? He said, I will not make age an issue in this campaign. I'm not going to exploit for political purposes my opponent's youth and experience. And inexperience. Basically, <laughs> I'm going to do all of those things, but he's being witty about saying. He was being quip about it. Yeah. I, wonder, says, I wonder if he did exploit Basically, that. he said, my age is wiser than your youth. No, he's saying, I'm not going to say that. Okay. That's what he's saying. I'm not going to say my age is... (laughs) I know best. Yes. And he said it in quite a a comical way. Yeah. I'll not make my my age an issue in this campaign. I'm not going to exploit the political purposes, my opponent's youth, and and of my of my opponent's youth and inexperience. But then by saying that, he did make his age an issue because he mentioned it. Yeah. Very true. So, it's how we see it, isn't it? He's still got elected as president, so I don't know. And it's a shortening, quip is shortening for quippy, right? Yeah, a noun that is no longer in use. Its etymologists believe that quippy came from the Latin quip, Q-U-I-P-P-E, a word meaning indeed or to be sure. That was often used ironically. So basically, someone says... Are you going to drink that drink? Indeed. Quippy. That was quippy. Yeah. It's kind of like... <laughs> the English language. Remember, you can build your vocabulary every single day. Get a word of the day in your inbox. All right? And then, I mean, most of the words. There are some words that we have used on this show that I've managed to use. Like mama shoot. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry I had to get that in there. But I love there, that word. But there are some words... That just evade me. What was the word that we used to say, to talk about the fog? Because I've used that in a sentence. Miasma. Miasma. Yes. I managed to get that in a sentence. That was miasma, yeah. 
I can't remember what I said, but I used it in a sentence. <laughs> and it is. And I've seen that when I've been reading other books. I've, I have seen that, that word, but I've not seen any of the other ones that we've kind of touched on. Yeah. What about you, listeners? Do you have any words that you use that possibly, you know, that are just out there or just everyday words? It's not, not these words of the day aren't everyday words, but they can be used every day if we want to. All right, so going into our question, naturally, Lily, mm-hmm. the first one about does your doctor always know best? No. Mm, I'd agree with that. And like we said, um, when it comes to dental, we were talking about the tongue earlier and not being able to get to see a dentist. I've not been able to see a dentist for two years. So what I've been doing is pulling, tooth pulling, and trying to keep my dental or oral health up to scratch before I can go and see a dentist. But this in the... Why are you laughing? No comment. No comment on what? On pulling. Pulling's good. It's great. And I tell you what, it, it's, it works. Um, but in this instance, we're talking about does your doctor always know best? In our main topic here, we're talking about early cancer di- diagnosis for young adults. And the thing is here, this woman named Rebecca Allen Lee she went to a local GP regarding a lump that she found in her right breast. And she was told that referral would, would be made to the breast clinic. But as she was only 28 years age, 28 years of age, that she was under age. She was under the age of 30 with no family history of breast cancer. And she didn't meet the criteria for the emergency two week wait all right she was 28 she was under the age of 30 no family history of cancer <clears throat> although she had a lump there the doctor said no what, what went on what was the situation thereafter oh so you want me to read it <laughs> yeah please um, after a week i just got you should read after a week i discovered a second lump under my right Mm. arm oh dear it's gone all the way to the top um and she again um contacted her gp just to be told there was nothing that could be done i would have to wait for another appointment another week passed so i began to ring around hospitals to chase the appointment i had no luck and again was told to wait until an appointment came through the post Mm. fortunately i had insurance my husband pushed me to go to uh go private on the 7th of january 2021 i had my first consultation at spire hospital i had an ultrasound scan and three biopsies taken i was told the worst news which was they were pretty certain this was breast cancer Mm. a week later on the 14th of january i had the results it's been longer than four weeks no so through the whole process of her going to initially in December 2020, yeah, we're going to a local in mid-January. GP. This is like yeah. six, seven months later. Seven weeks, sorry. Yes. No, it's not. It's because it's you said two weeks wait. The doctor said there'd be a two-week wait. And no, after it wasn't. Week, she didn't meet the criteria for the two-week wait. Right. So it's been more than two weeks because emergency is a two-week wait. You'd be seen within two weeks. She didn't meet the criteria for that. Go yeah. away, come back, wait for the letter. Then she didn't get seen until this. She got seen on the 7th of January because she went there. Exactly. That was after a week that she discovered the second lump. Yeah. 
So and this has been was, about three weeks. Yeah, exactly. So they, they, this, the GP, she said he wouldn't speed up the referral. There was nothing that could be done. Yeah, so she had no luck. And then she, so she didn't get the appointment. So after another week, it says on the 7th of January, yeah, she went to this spire hospital and had an ultra ultrasound scan and free biopsies taken. Yeah, so this is after a month leash. Yeah. Because then it says a week later, another week later, she had to wait till the 14th of January. To be fair, they got her results done very quickly because yeah. it was a two-week wait. But the sad thing is it said she had a mastectomy, mastectomy on the 6th of February. That's like five, six weeks after the fact. I mean, it just says December here, doesn't it, at the top there? Yeah. That when she first went to the doctors and then... It said she had four tumours in her breast and five out of the 19 lymph nodes were cancerous as well. So her initially, because the doctor had said to her that she was under the age of 30 and had no family history of breast cancer, all those weeks went past. And obviously the, the issues being compounded until February, so December through um, February that is about eight weeks isn't it I'm sorry I yeah. just feel like GPs so when we say doctors we need to be specific yeah. because doctor is so broad mm. it can mean anything from GP up to consultant yeah I am that person that thinks that all a GP is good for is to give me painkillers and to refer me where I want to go because I Sometimes feel like they don't they, even do that though. But that's what I'm saying. That's all they're good for. Yeah. They don't have, in my opinion, the expertise. Some of them have done additional training and things like that. But they don't have the expertise to tell you whether or not you merit being seen on a certain clinic. And the reason I say this is because this is a prime example of someone who's clearly got a problem. We're told as women... Mm from a very young age, how to check ourselves for lumps and bumps and weirdness on our breasts to check for breast cancer. She's clearly doing the checks. Yeah. She's doing what she's supposed to do. And for a GP to turn around and say, oh, sorry, you're under the age of the emergency criteria. Who do you think you are? I've clearly got a problem. I have a lump. Did the GP even check the lump? I don't even know if they bothered. Might have been a physio video consultation. Is, it says there that they had to go private. She had it's unacceptable private insurance. It's unacceptable private insurance, and that is what did it clearly save her. I'm not too sure because still it still took a month after that for her to get the the lumps removed. You see, but it's still the same. That. It's the same thing with um, cervical cancers. Mm. You. Uh, Officially, you have to be over the age of 25. Yeah. Um, or is it 21? I think it's 25. Not sexually active to have your first smear done. If you are sexually active, it's a bit younger. But I know people that have been 18, had ab- abnormal cells and have had all the indicators of cervical cancer. And it's been because they have been persistent. Yeah. And have gone and said, no, I want this done, that then someone done something about it. I think when you they're putting all these age restrictions on certain things and by the time you see the actual specialist, 
It's too late. It's too late. I'm sorry, a GP is a doorman. Mm. And the thing is, it says that she is, they've got this under 30 rule. And she went through all of those. I mean, she's having chemotherapy and radiotherapy now. All right. And she's still not done because they discovered that she's got BRCA2, the BR, what is that? BR? It's a gene. What is that? I don't know. Does anyone out there know what the BRCA2 gene is? We're going to check that out and find out what it is. But at the end of the day, too much time between, because she's 28 years old, they've not looked into it. They've left her. She knows her body. We know our body as um, listeners and how we should be feeling. You're finding a lump there. Men, the same. We've spoken on this on many uh, occasions with your prostate as well how important it is to have regular checks to see if you're okay. But if you're falling into a criteria of a specific age and, oh, no, you've got no family history, but that's family history, but that's not my history, I might be different and need need something else. And some people don't actually know their family history. Mm. So, for example, on one parent's side, you may know all the history on another parent's side, your parent may have died when you was young. Mm. You may not have any living family on that side of your family. How can they tell you your family history determines that you're not eligible for this criteria? And I know when you go to a general practitioner, that's exactly what they are, general practitioner. Mm. They're generally there to deal with the everyday lumps, bumps, wear and tear, and then to refer you on to a specialist. Yeah. So if I say to you, I found a lump in my breast, you refer me to a cancer clinic and you don't sit around and say, oh, well, you don't fall into the criteria. No. How many other women don't fall into the criteria but somehow manage to get through the crack? Yeah. And I get get that everyone can't jump in that two-week wait line, but But at least give me the contact information of the hospital I'm being referred to so I can chase it up. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's almost like you've got to beg for your health and if you if you're not on them constantly, and even if you and are on them constantly, the that you're you're still not going to be seen. And yeah, you're right. They take a big, large lump sum of something which is called national insurance, right? And it's gone up. That's what makes it, makes it even worse. It's going up. You're paying you're paying into a system that is supposed to provide you with healthcare, and on top of that, mm. she's paying into that system and she's paying for insurance. Private healthcare. And I know exactly how it works. My friend, she works for um, a consultant, but she works, she runs his private clinics. He's an NHS um, surgeon, so he works for a hospital, but he also has his own private clinic. And they literally do. The patient that are on her list always go mm. to the top of the pile. An NHS patient gets put at the bottom of the pile. Wow. What's the difference? The private patient is paying 70,000 70, for their surgery, whereas the NHS patient, you're getting paid an annual wage. Mm. And that's what it is. I, I, I feel like you've come into this profession supposedly because you care for people. Not always. But you do it for the money though, don't I you? I know, but the whole, the whole point of health care has the word care in it. You come into this profession because you want to help people. Mm. You want to treat people. You you decided to be a cancer specialist because cancer somehow affected you in your life and you want to stop others from going through the same pain and heartache that you've possibly gone through or mm. you see how you can better the situation. Yeah. And then so, this person comes into your 
office, their notes come into your office and you just stick it at the bottom of the pile. And you just, or like you just tell them that you're too young to even be seen. No, it can't be happened. It can't happen to you. And the BRCA test is for individuals diagnosed with or at risk of breast cancer. So it's something to do with breast cancer. Yeah. So it says it, it examines in detail the DNA code for nine genes, including BRCA1 and BRCA2 genes. Variants in these genes can increase your breast cancer risk. Um, it is performed on a blood sample. So it's just if you have that gene, that BRCA1 or BRCA2 that it could increase your risk of breast cancer. Amongst loads of other things. Contraception yeah. increases your risk. Yeah, there's Yes. Different types of contraception increase your risk. Mm, mm. So that's it. If we're on, on contraception. Wow. Those and again, it's, um, it is, what do they call it? Medications that can increase. Yeah. And these things. So And those are factors that need to be looked into. I know they say, oh, you're young. Yeah. You're under 30. But, has she been taking a form of contraception for the last 15 years, for example? Because mm. if she is and she was at an increased risk, then actually she possibly did fall into the criteria because she's been put that she's been having that additional risk Just added into her, her life yeah. for the last however many years. So yeah. there are so many other contributing factors. So this is Rebecca Allen and she did start a petition to the NHS England and this was, I mean, that was December 2020. I'm not too sure, but it did come up into our WhatsApp uh, corner. So we just thought that we would mention this just to make people more aware, again, of the risks of breast cancer. And, you know, just, yes, check in. And if you are, you know, certain that something's not right, regardless of your age, because this petition is to... Uh, it is a petition in the age range that the the GPs are stating at 30. She was younger and it's to have it changed, really. And if you know within yourself you're not feeling right, that they need to take you seriously on any health matter. Yes, Lily. And what's the difference of two years? Yeah. Well, for her, it was a big difference because she went through all of years. that. And had Come she on. been waiting on the... The National Health Service, yeah. she'd have probably lost her life. We don't know how or far along it she may is. Have, I think this was the one with stage three, yeah. Yeah, mastectomy, so she had to have her breast oh, removed. Man, <sighs> you know? So had they have caught it when she was stating it, things might have been very different. So it may have just been one lump and one lymph yeah, node. Yeah, instead of increasing because she found others thereafter after going to the GP. So please, we have young um we, young women young men again with the prostate please check and if you see anything untoward please yeah contact your D gp if they are adamant about against certain things you push your point and make sure that they put things through in order to get yourself checked out okay so we'll see y'all in five Thank you.
sending out greetings to the chat room. Tune in and the worldwide crew. Sounds of Aretha Franklin. Love all the hurt away. Like we said, we're keeping it nice and mellow for you all tonight. A little bit of old school. voice what a voice and apparently Jennifer Hudson is in that uh, respect Ruth Franklin's life and that is definitely a film that I want to see respect so naturally Lily yeah our scenario what's the scenario tonight so it is your partner confesses that they have been having dreams about their ex and decides to go and see them for closure. What do you do? Right, I think the whole story on this is that uh, someone had a dream about their ex, but the ex is an ex-convict, as well as he lives in... I don't like the way you're telling this story. He lives in the Dominican Republic, Right. I don't like the way you just told that story. What's wrong with it? Because that is that's, it. no. That's it in a nutshell. That is, no. You dream let's, about your ex. Let's tell it properly. Let's. What's telling it properly? That is it. Let's tell it properly. Okay, you tell it. She's going to give you the long version, guys. I'm going to give you the official version. So. Okay. This. Um, long. <laughs> You're so cruel. I'm trying to find it now. So the person that had the scenario was a husband asking his wife has um dreams of her ex and he's always known about them it started off one maybe every couple one every couple of months or whatever and then they started getting more frequent um in the beginning she made the claim that his work is taking him away from her and um he did all he could to change his position. Yeah. He changed his job to make sure he could spend time with more time with his wife. Now she was saying to him, look, I dream of my ex. Um, and basically this was an ex that she had a very close connection with. Um, and unfortunately the ex ended up spending their time in her majesty's um, pleasure. Why? Pleasure. There's no reason why? There wasn't a reason. Um, And what she had stated to her husband, because they are married, Mm. was that they were so close, they were married in their heart. Oh, wow. So she obviously had a very close connection to this guy. She wants to go and see him in the Dominican Republic, whether it's for closure, whether it's to do something else, we don't know and his question was what should he do exactly i feel but he also made the statement that i haven't done nothing and i think there are 
he made sides, it so he's not done nothing yeah. sides to that as well i think we need to explore and we do have like some surprising reasons why you're dreaming of about your ex it says the biggest takeaway is the dream dreams are never random every single one is a consolidation of what you've dealt with while awake and for that reason has tons of meaning okay mm-hmm. so we all dream and sometimes we might have seen something today it might have been something in the past mm-hmm. We all dream to to compartmentalise and put things in the right place in our conscious, subconscious, okay? But we do not have control of our dreams. I'm just going yeah. to say yeah. that out loud first. That's yeah. true. We don't have, we do not have control of our dreams. So sometimes it, this is 11 um, pretty or surprising reasons you're dreaming about your ex. So the first one is something is missing in your life, right? So mm-hmm. she's married to this guy, this woman. But yet she's dreaming about her ex. Mm-hmm. So what could be missing? But we no, we can't just assume the first one is the reason why she's dreaming about her ex. There are 11 reasons. Yes. Or her current relationship could use some help. Okay. It's well, another one. Simply um, small, um, something small simply reminded her of them. Mm-hmm. But you said it, they're recurrent dreams. That's what you stated yeah. right, earlier. So they're recurrent all right, so your self-esteem took a toll was another one. Mm-hmm. Yeah? So your ex is intruding in your dreams. It may be because they are parts of yourself. Because what you've got to remember, if your ex comes into your dream, it's not necessarily them. It might be aspects of yourself. Mm-hmm. All right? So that's not the problem, is not her dreaming of her ex. But it's the fact that she wants to go... We yeah. finished at 11 points. Okay, go and get closure. Okay, so we're going to go She never that. said she wants to go and get closure. We can't, that is not the sentence. So we right. can't make that assumption. Yeah. Oh, there's a call. Is that call coming in? Sorry, there's a call coming in. Oh. So the next point is while we're waiting for the call to connect, you're annoyed with other people. Point number six is you miss your ex or or certain qualities of them. Um, you're craving more intimacy. Hello, caller. Hello. Hi, how are you? Hi, how are you doing, Anthony? Well, I just finished jollof rice that a friend brought to me. Oh, oh nice. so nice. <laughs> nice. Awesome, awesome. So nice. So I thought... um. Issues about going back to your ex. There's a reason why they're your ex. So you just give them the path. Yes. You know, I think if you are having, hmm, I'm actually in a kind of almost that situation where there's somebody's moved on and I keep going back because we have a great connection. Right. And sometimes we engage and we talk, maybe just like friendship or business. And then there's kind of like nothing. I'm thinking, uh oh. My, my friend is in trouble now because they've been told off so there are times where we can communicate and times we cannot communicate so I can get it and I thought if I was in that situation I would feel awkward like if my partner was talking to their ex it would make me feel massively insecure and paranoid yeah. so I don't really think it's a good thing but then again the grass is always green on the other side and it may be that like you said there could be some things in the current uh relationship comparatively which is subpar so therefore maybe if the sex wasn't as great with the as with the ex that could be a reason why oh if it was my ex you know we'll have more fun or we'll make experimental or maybe they were just more around and they're more uh, romantic so that could be reasons why 
um, dreams could come to light. Mm -hmm. But as long as it's there's no nothing um, <clears throat> going on, uh, if it's just a dream, it's just a dream. It's just mm. a fantasy, and it should be best. Some things are best left in fantasy, honestly, because mm. in reality, they're not always sometimes what they're made to be. Totally so I would say, if you are happy where you are and you're committed, then maybe what you need to do is spice up your current life and mm. um, work with your partner <clears throat> to figure out what you can do to make your present relationship better rather than Excellent. Um, holding on to, because they say a better hand is worth more than two in the bush. Because that person could have moved on as well. Yes. And, you know, and um, you don't want to go back and be a home wrecker. Twice. You don't Would want to go to the... wreck your own home and wreck another person's exactly. home. <laughs> and you're not going to fly to the Dom Dominican Republic to go and find that out. And then, obviously, like you just said, your husband or your wife isn't happy, and then you've screwed up everything yeah. that yep. you've worked so hard for. And you are right, because one of the points was you are craving more intimacy. Dreaming of your ex, it, it is that you may, you know, you dream about hooking up or having sex with your ex because you might be needing more intimate connection in your life. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. that was one of the points that was made there. So thank you so much for your call, Anthony. Thank you. Thank you. Great show as usual. Good to hear you soon. Great to hear you. Speak to you soon, my dear. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So, yeah, so craving for more intimacy, really. Yep. As Anthony so rightly put it. Yeah, and that's the thing. There are many more factors involved. And before we jump to the conclusion and say she's a whatever she is, mm -hmm. there has to... Because when I had this conversation um, with Jay and then when we had this conversation, everyone's automatic response is, oh, she's waste, he needs to leave her. Yeah. But actually, you don't have control over your dreams. And there's obviously a reason why she feels that she needs to go and see her ex. The, the dream might be invoking something in her yeah. that's saying, oh, I need to go and get this closure or I need to have a conversation about A, B, C, D, E mm. because maybe things were left unsaid. And sometimes, I mean, the fact is that, yeah, she's having the dreams of that. And remember we said that it might be aspects of herself because at the end of the day, you've moved on. There's no point for closure, if, especially if you've gone on and married someone because you said it was. No, no, no. You said that there, she's now married and her husband has made all these arrangements to accommodate that person. Mm. Right. And yet she's still having these dreams. I think everyone's missing the point here. Yeah. I get that, but you cannot control your dreams. You can't know. And regardless of whether she's married to him or not, yeah. the the fact of the matter is there is a reason why she's mm. having these dreams. And no, she doesn't necessarily need closure, but you can't say, oh, she moved on. Because maybe in her head, she thought, oh yeah, I'm moving to this next person and we're going to live an amazing, happy life together. Mm. But also she there wasn't a book closed she didn't have that conversation with her ex to say do you know what this has been great but i have to do this for me or i have to do a b c d they never had that conversation but the thing is you just hit the nail on the head regardless of why they parted the the thing is they did and she's got to work or he's got to work on themselves so regardless of whether that person is still in the picture going back there might like Anthony said, um, bring up a whole ton of worms mm. in the sense of working on oneself and recognising 
right, what does this dream have to do with me? It's not necessarily anything to do with the other person. Yeah. But it's what does this dream have to do with me and what do I have to work on? Don't forget when we meet someone, they're, they're going to bring out certain things in us that we have to work on. Mm. It's not necessarily anything to do with the other person because we still are two different entities. Mm. Right, but two different entities coming together and working together. But that's the question. Yeah. His question was, what should I do? Yeah. And everybody's advice was, she's trash, leave yeah, her. That's no, true. That's true. That is not good advice. You have to find the root cause of the issue, like you're saying. Mm. Is it a her problem? If it is, maybe she needs some counselling. But I don't think this, the, the comment he makes about, I've not done anything, yeah. is so naive to think you've done nothing because it may simply be like one of the points was it may simply be he's missed a couple pointers the intimacy yeah he, he's so in the day-to-day married life right you know the hustle and bustle and he's forgetting about the little things oh yeah we're married i go and buy her a bunch of flowers every monday i take her to dinner every friday i quit my job so we can spend more time together but spending time together means we both sit in the same room and watch television he's missed the point yeah but what about her allowing him or letting him know what her basic needs are but because sometimes no, break, there not, is a breakdown in communication yeah, but you're not really. letting me finish that's what i'm okay. saying so he's missed the point in the sense of thinking that he's not done anything this is why i'm saying they need to go maybe get some counseling because you're not going to be that person that goes everyone's not like that everyone doesn't go up and say oh you're not spending enough time with me because someone she may not feel she may have said it out loud a thousand times and his response is oh but i quit my job for you oh but right. we're in the same house together i buy you flowers every monday i take you out for dinner every friday but you're not getting the point what is what more do mm. we need to do to be on the same page because she's obviously there's obviously something missing mm. for her to be subconsciously bringing that data file back to the forefront of her mind if, and I, again, there are 11 points here, right? We're just going to quickly run for them very, very quickly. Okay, so number one is something is missing in your life. Number two is your current relationship could use some help. Number three is something small simply reminded you of them. Four, your self-esteem took a toll. Five, you're annoyed with the other, with other people. Six, you miss your ex or certain qualities of them. So this is the first thing that speaks about them missing that person. Whereas all the other things are things that are personal to the individual that's been dreaming about them. Um, seven, you're craving more intimacy. Eight, you associate your creativity with them. Nine, you're, he you're in the healing phase. Ten, you're still feeling the feels, meaning you're still feeling so away for them. Or eleven, you're moving on. Mm. So it's us kind of, if uh, someone's in that um, situation, recognising where they are and dealing with it so dreaming about their ex doesn't necessarily mean that they want to be with that person no like you said a dream sometimes they are out of our control and we are compartmentalizing um, life mm. because that's what dreams are we are compartmentalizing our lives and most dreams are person or personal to us it's not necessarily other people or the other person that we might see in that dream it's just what is personal to us mm. so her going to the dom proud republic it might just mean she wants a holiday 
you know, in that sense. No, she's going to speak to right? her ex. That's why she's going to Dom Rep. Right. But why would you have to go? Why couldn't she just because speak to them on the phone or FaceTime? Because she doesn't <laughs> understand what she needs to do. Right. And this is, this is what I think when he said, what should I do? Mm. I think a lot of it is down to him having a conversation with his wife. Look, mm. I'm not happy with you going to Dom Rep to have this conversation. Why do you think you need to do this? Okay, can we take certain steps together before yeah. you make this decision? And then if she inevitably says, no, I have to go, there may be a, more, a bit more, yeah, there's a bit more going into it. If she's not willing to you know, try the counselling, the therapy or, you know, some steps that they can work on themselves mm. before she goes and pays for that flight to Dom Rep, then it's her. Right. But you, I think everyone just assume, oh, she's having sexual dreams about her ex and oh my gosh, she's trash. No. Yeah. didn't say she's having sexual dreams, just said she's having dreams. Yeah. He could literally walk across the road in her dream. That's he's you dreaming of your ex. He's just there. Exactly. So there's so many other factors that need to be looked at, I think. Yeah. So on Facebook, we got some comments here. And um, Sis Stophie Louis Boama says, advise her, advise her to meet him somewhere public for the closure. No visiting at home. See, she thinks he should meet. You know. So yeah. And, and then we have... Peter that says goodbye so basically saying it's the end of the relationship oh and then Don Chambers says tell them they have your blessing but don't come back to me so oh you know so, because you've got to look at it from two angles two two retrospectives the man's view and the woman's view or vice versa whoever's in the situation dreaming about their ex you got to look at it from both points because a lot of people have said game over I think everyone's just hit up on the fact that the word ex you know, is in there yeah she says, if, if they if they'd said former friends that went to Dom Rep and they was in prison and they never saw them before, it would be different. different. Yeah, but ex, you're gonna have a connection with that person, right? Come on, there would be some form of connection, which and, is why she's dreaming about them. And then you've made that new connection with your now spouse or partner. Mm-hmm. Then of course you're gonna probably feel away. But can I just point out the fact that she actually told her husband what she was gonna do? Yeah. Because everyone's overlooked that as well. well. Everyone's actually said, no one's said. So, because Sam says, well, I'm coming too. We will be seeing closure together. Yeah. But she yeah. said to her husband, look, I'm dreaming about my ex. I think I need to go and see him. She didn't hide it. No, that which is a good thing, which means that the, the lines of communication are still open. But still, she has a lot of stuff maybe that she's got to deal with. But within herself is she looking in herself what is it that she needs closure for because sometimes when things end so abruptly you need to know why not always not even when they end abruptly when something sudden happens and you cannot understand how you got to this point sometimes you just want to know you don't even you you know you're not going to like the answer but you just want to know what brought you to this point and then when you get the answer are you going to be any happier not necessarily right. but that's the that's the choice that's the decision you made mm. when you went to get your closure because closure doesn't mean that the door is going to get closed it just means you're going to get an answer to but it your might question. not be an answer that you like so what's the point going spending all that money to go dumb dumb rep she gets the sun to go she gets the sunshine but still going to have a, a heavy heart unless like sam soka fontaine soka sam says that she goes with her spouse, with her 
filler and then they go together and then they can she can get her closure and then you can just shut that off but then she's still guaranteed guaranteed she's still going to be dreaming about her ex regardless it says if there is no trust then we will have a relationship closure but there is trust because she told her husband what she wanted to do yeah but sometimes you know we tell things and we hold things back as well we don't tell the full story but why would you some people do that lily yeah, but what's i know they do but why would you go through all of the trouble of saying i've been dreaming of my ex we had a we were married in our heart i need a closure just to lie. She's basically told him everything that he needs to know. Yeah. She hasn't hidden anything. Listen, li- listeners, thank you so much for calling in. We have a new message there just in our chat room. Let's have a look and see what um, um, Chanel says. Then you shouldn't jump into another relationship. That is true. Okay. It's wrong to be honest. Is it? It's so wrong to be honest. But people say, babe, I'm going shop. But go cheat on their way. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness that's very true as well wow it says so she told him but doesn't mean her intentions are pure no one owes you anything not even closure unfortunately mm. got to learn to move on with yourself and that is the point dreams are about ourselves we've got to look at ourselves it's not anyone else that's in that dream it's the aspect of ourselves that we need to focus in on and see what we take away from it. Um, she says she could be telling him just to cover her back what she's really going to do. Mm. And, you know, th- this is it. This is it. Lily, what's our book telling us, please? Because we have come so close to the end of the night. <laughs> and I know Lily can barely hardly find stuff in our our quotes so what we're going to do we're going to do the little finger thing open the book and just find the first quote that comes to us and tell us what's there please because that works out sometimes really people for people thank you so much for tuning in um after us will be dj laro from eight till ten tonight with the vibe show and don't forget that we have dj charlie Mura from seven till nine tomorrow and uh Darnell, the therapist from 9 to 11. Now, please check the schedules for shows that will be coming up live every single day. We have a live show every day with different DJs. And yeah, Lily, you found one. The truth is balance, but mm. the opposite of truth, which is unbalanced, may not um, may not be a lie. That's perfect. Oh, wow. She told him the truth. Yeah, but it may not be a lie, but it might not be the truth. It's an unbalanced <laughs> thought to think Perception. you can go and get closure from this dude that didn't even call you when he got out of prison. Okay. But she never did lie. She, she told lie. him what she was doing. She was straight with her husband, but she's got to work it out in her head for herself exactly what she wants. She's happy. Well, is she happy? Never said she was happily married or anything like that. So, I mean, life can be so complicated, beautiful yep. people. Life can be just like a decision away from what? And we just don't know. And we feel like, oh gosh, I need to go and get closure on this and da da da. And when really we just have to work on ourselves and recognise why, why we're feeling a particular way. It could be childhood. It could be adolescence. It could be anything. But learning to work, look inwardly and find the answers because sometimes we're not going to find them outside of ourselves we actually are not going to find the answers outside of ourselves 
So we need to ask ourselves a question, do some deep soul searching. And then we might come up with the answers and don't need closure and leave that person right over there in the Dom, Dom Republic and get on. And that is it in a nutshell, naturally, Lily. She's drinking her ginger beer, guys. <laughs> so thank you so much for tuning in. We have come close to the end of the evening. So I guess all we have left to say is thank you, beautiful listeners, for tuning in. And... We will see y'all on the the other other side. side. Take care.